Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> by the sink a lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disciplining you <laughs> in Amazing. some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. You're listening to Comedy Central. You've watched snippets of them for days, or meant to after your friends sent you the link. You twit-blogged it on the Interscape. People on TV have talked about how much people have talked about it. Ongoing grudge match between Daily Show host Jon Stewart and CNBC host Jim Cramer. People staying in hotels are wondering why it's on the cover of their free paper. Tonight, the week-long feud of the century comes to a head. Cramer, Stewart, in a 12-minute face-off that could marginally increase the very rate Comedy Central charges for 30 seconds of advertising time. Welcome to Brawl Street. Get ready to buy low and sell die. Welcome to the Daily Show! I just dislocated both my shoulders. I'm John Stewart, baby. It's go time. <laughs> Just a few moments, the host of CNBC's Mad Money with Jim Cramer. Jim Cramer be sitting right there. And I, John Stewart of The Daily Show with John Stewart. <laughs> I will be sitting where I'm sitting right now. So I'm probably not going to be moving. We'll be discussing the intricacies of the world financial markets. As you can imagine, I've been training all day. What does P.E. stand for? Uh, price to earnings. How many stocks in the Dow? 30. Biggest software component? Microsoft. Biggest hardware component? U.S. Steel. Wrong, maggot. Good. What is tier one capital? Uh, tier one capital is a core measure of a bank's financial strength composed primarily of equity capital and cash reserves. But? But also possibly including a redeemable non-cumulative preferred stock and retained earnings Let's do this thing! Oh, I'm ready, baby! I've learned it all! I've been studying! Did you know that the guy on the 20 was a president, but the guy on the 100's just some guy? I didn't know that. 
So what was my opponent doing today to prepare? Please welcome Jim Cramer. Yes! To prepare for the skirmish, she appeared in public with a convicted white-collar criminal. Not sure how that's going to help him. If you're mad at somebody, like, like, John, like make me this is John Stewart. So it's cold. Now the pastry is cold. Yeah, you do that very well. <laughs> Mr. Kramer, don't you destroy enough dough on your own show? <laughs> Boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> How weird is our world when Jim Cramer's on TV baking pie and Martha Stewart is the one who went to jail for securities fraud? <laughs> That's weird. Let's get to the main event. What we've all been waiting for, or 150 or so people here. The host of CNBC's Mad Money, please welcome to the program, Jim Cramer! Sir! <laughs> How the hell did we end up here, Mr. Kramer? What happened? I don't know. I don't know. Big fan of the show. Who has, who's never said that? Well, many people. Uh, <laughs> let, 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 me, let me just explain to you very quickly one thing that I think is, is somewhat misinterpreted. Th this was not uh, directed at, at you, per se. But I just want to let you know that. We, we threw some banana cream pies at, at CNBC. You got a little, obviously, schmutz on your jacket from it. <laughs> took exception, and, and then we decided to... Well, to hit you with pie. I but, love the network, but I think the look, it got look, look I'm watching about myself. You do Dora the Explorer, and I find myself laughing. Of course, Very I funny. say to myself, it's not about me, but then the feces things comes in, I'm thinking, could be about me. Yeah. <laughs> let, let, me let me explain the mindset behind what, what happened. Sure. So uh, this fellow, Rick Santelli, who works on, on, right. on your network, he goes onto the floor of the Chicago Mercantile Exchange, and he says uh, uh, kind of a rant about loser mortgage holders, right. people that uh, borrowed money that they couldn't afford to have and, and they're losing their houses and why should we bail them out? And he turns and the, the traders all shout, yeah, screw them. That's bad. That's and bad. Uh, uh, to his credit, he's been against bailouts from the start. Uh, he's consistent ideologically. But it struck us here as uh, bad form, kind of ballsy for a guy who worked at a network that cheer-led the very banks that uh, uh, were doing 30 to 1, 35 to 1 leveraged loans for themselves, okay. yelling at people who lost their homes, it, it, it struck me as ballsy uh, and, and maybe a little ignorant of the role CNBC and these larger banks played in, in the problem. Well, I, just, I just like what he said. I thought that it was bad. I think the people who are left in their homes are people who are taking two and three jobs. They are not people who should be foreclosed on. I didn't understand it. Maybe he is from a different economic background from me. I lived in my car. I don't think he lived in his car. It's a terrible thing to be foreclosed on. And they're not losers. They're fighters. And they're, they're not getting a fair, I, fair I, 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 I Thankfully, you said that. But the thing I wonder about is, and, and, and this is, CNBC sells itself as, as financial experts. I think that's the, the slogan. Reporters and commentators. Right. Okay. But I, I believe it says we have the financial expertise that, that you need. Uh, <laughs> And they have the access to the CEOs. Uh, and yet, they didn't catch any of this. And here they are blaming people who uh, don't have the financial expertise 
and saying that they're part of the problem. Their problem seems to be linear. It seems like uh, the banks and, and those that cheerled them turned a ge uh, an arithmetic problem into a geometric one. They took a linear debt issue and by turning it into derivatives and securities and all that, now it's a gigantic problem. Right. So, so shouldn't we yell at them? I think that everyone could come in under criticism because right. we sh all should have seen it more. I mean, admittedly, this is a terrible one, and mm -hmm. everybody got it wrong. I got a lot of things wrong because right. I think it was kind of one in a million shot. But I don't think anyone should be spared in this environment. So then, if I may, mm -hmm. why were you mad at us? <laughs> no. I because I, I was under the impression that, that you thought we were being unfair. No, you had my friend Joe Nocero on, and Joe called me and said, Jim, do I need to apologize to you? I said, no, we're, we're fair game. We're a big network. We've been right. out front, and we've made mistakes. We've got 17 hours of live TV to, a day to do. But uh, I certainly... Maybe, maybe you could cut down on that. <laughs> I got an hour. I got, I got one writer. He's my nephew. He sits in his apartment with a pajamas right. typing stuff away. Well, you got the 18 like, guys. Aaron, Aaron Burnett said, uh, you know, in, in Jim's defense, he has to make these picks. And, and, and I thought, is that a genetic condition? Why? why? Tourette's picking. Can't you, can't you not? I have scaled my... Let's deal with... Let, for a second, I mean, I would tell you that the show's evolved as the market got tougher. And I think I, evolved might be a, a strong word. Mutated. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind that. I, right. I've never helped myself out to be anything, you know, a true homo sapien in a lot of ways. All but right, I would say that it, the first segment's about the market. I don't want to get too granular because I don't want to, you know... People can watch me have money. But first segment is about the market. Second segment, I try to educate about diversification. Third, yes, I do pick stocks that I think will work. Or I pick gold. I've been recommending CDs. I'm See, chastised. I'm chastised like the, as you the, should The problem, be. though, isn't, isn't seemingly being wrong about certain things. It's being all over the place. And for people not knowing, for instance, I, I watch your show on, on Monday uh, where you said, you know, people say we've hit bottom. I think this thing's going down another 15%. And on Tuesday, there was a stock rally, about 300 points, and you were dancing on the grave of the bear market guys. Well, I said that if we only went down 15, well, I don't want to, again, I hear you and no, you could and argue. I appreciate you, you know, talking to you me know. like I'm five. No, oh, come on, man. That's not true. What I said was that it could go to 53.20, but if it went down there, you'd start buying anyway. But the, if things got better, if we saw substantive stuff, then I would get more bullish. And Citigroup came out and said they made money. I thought that was... Uh, Phantasmagorical. Right. I, I'm, I'm four. So you could be five. I'm speaking up to you. All right. Fair enough. Uh, we're going to uh, go away. We're going to come right back with Jim Cramer right after this. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift. And danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., that's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, 
fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. So let me tell you why I think this thing has, has caught some attention. It's the gap between uh, what CNBC advertises itself as and what it is, okay. and, and the help that people need to discern this. Let me show you. Uh, this is the promo for your show. Okay. All right, so this is uh, Jim Cramer's promo. An economy in free fall. Investments on the brink. When you don't know what to do, don't panic. Cramer's got your back. Mad Money with Jim Cramer. Isn't that, you know, look, we're both snake oil salesmen to a certain extent. I, I'm not disagreeing. But we do label the show as snake oil here. Uh, isn't there a problem <laughs> selling snake oil as, as vitamin tonic and saying that it cures impetigo, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? Well, isn't that the difficulty here? I, I think that there are two kinds of people. There are people who come out and they make good calls and bad calls, and they're financial professionals. And then there's the people who say they only make good calls, and they're liars. I, I but, try but I, really hard to make as many good calls as I can. I think the, the difference is not good call, bad call. Okay. The difference is real market and, and unreal market. Let me, let me show you. This is, is uh, you ran a hedge fund. Yes, I did for many years. All right. You know, a lot of times when I was short at my hedge fund and I was positioned short, meaning I needed it down, uh, I would uh, create a, um, a level of activity beforehand that could drive the futures. It doesn't take much money. What does that mean? Okay, uh, this was a, a hyperbolic example of what I was trying to get people to... You had a great piece about short selling earlier. Yes, that's I've been right. trying to rein in short selling, trying to expose what really happens. This is what goes on. What I'm trying to say is, and I didn't do this, but I'm trying to explain to people, this is the shenanigans... Oh, it sounded like you were talking about that you had done it. That I was inarticulate because I, I, I did trade... I rarely traded the futures, but I will say this. Mm -hmm. I am trying to expose the stuff, exactly what you guys do, and I'm trying to get the regulators to look at well, it. Well, see, that's interesting. Roll 210. Sure. I would encourage anyone who's in the hedge fund to do it because it's legal. Right. And it, uh, it, it's a very quick way to make money and very satisfying. Okay. Um, well, oh, by the way, no one else in the world would ever admit that, but I can care. That's right, and you can say that here. I can't. I'm not going to say it on TV. It's on TV now. I want the Jim Cramer on CNBC to protect me from that Jim Cramer. I think the way you do that is to show. Okay, that's I. The regulators watch the tape. They realize the shenanigans that goes on. They can go after this. Now, mm -hmm. they, they didn't catch Madoff. That's but a why, shame. But when you talk about the regulators, why not the financial news network? That's the whole point of this. Okay. CNBC could be an incredibly powerful tool of illumination for people that believe that there are two markets. One that has been sold to us as long-term. Put your money in 401ks, put your money in pensions, and just leave it there. Don't worry about it. It's all doing fine. Then there's this other market, this real market that's occurring in the back room, where giant 
piles of money are going in and out and people are trading them and it's transactional and it's fast, but it's dangerous, it's ethically dubious, and it hurts that long-term market. So what it feels like to us, and I'm speaking right. purely yeah. as a layman, it feels like we are capitalizing your adventure by our pension and our harder, and that it is uh, a game that you know, that you know is going on, but that you go on television as a financial network and pretend isn't happening. Okay, first, my first reaction is absolutely we could do better. Absolutely, there's shenanigans and we should call them out. Everyone should, I should do a better job at it. But my second thing is, as I talk about the shorts every single night, I've got people in Congress who I've been working with to try to get the uptick rule. It's a technical thing, but it would cut down a lot of the games that you're talking about. I'm uh, trying. I'm trying. Am I, I succeeding? That. I'm trying. But the gentleman in that uh, uh, video is a sober, rational individual. And the gentleman on Mad Money is throwing plastic cows through his legs. <laughs> And shouting, sell, 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 and then coming on two days later and going, I was wrong, you should have bought. Like, I can't reconcile the brilliance and knowledge that you have of the intricacies of the market with the crazy bull I see you do every night. <laughs> That's how, English. How about That's I try treating it? people like, like adults. How about if I try it? Try what? Try doing that. I'll do that. I, look, anything Listen, I can. That'd be great. But it's I'll, not, it's not just it's, you. It's... it's it's, it's larger forces at work. It is this idea that the financial news industry is not just guilty of a sin of omission, but a sin of commission, that they are actually in bed with this idea. No, we're not in bed with them. No, I don't think that's fair, I, honestly. I think that we try to report the news, and I think that some people... A couple of guys do. This guy Faber and, he's and fabulous, maybe Faber. two other guys. He's fabulous. Right. And he did, he's done some things that have really blown the Look, cover off a lot of stuff. But this thing was 10 years in the making. Right. And it's not going to be fixed tomorrow. But the idea that you could have on the guys from Bear Stearns and, and Maryland and guys that had leveraged 35 to 1 and but then blame mortgage holders. I mean, that's insane. I never did that. Well, no, no, but no, the but network I, right, itself, I'm sorry. You're absolutely right. Uh, I always wish that people would come on and uh, swear themselves in before they come on the show. I had a lot of CEOs lie to me on the show. It's very painful. I don't have subpoena but power. Don't, but you're, you're pretending that you are a do-eyed innocent. Watch, roll, uh, I mean, if I may, just, just roll 212. It's your Roll 212. No, not 212. Now, you can't ferment. That's a violation of, of ferment. Yeah, you can't foment. foment. You can't create a, yourself an impression that a stock's down. But you do it anyway, because the SEC doesn't right. understand it. So, you, I mean, it's, that's the only sense that I would say this is illegal. And now, it's, it's what, it, 216. Another stock that a lot of people are focused on right now seems to be Apple. Yeah, Apple is very important to spread the rumor that um, that both uh, Verizon and Bell and uh, ATT have decided they don't like the phone. Right. That's a very easy one to do because it's also you want to spread the rumor that it's not going to be ready for Macworld. And this is very easy because the people who write about Apple want that story. And you can claim that it's credible because you spoke to someone at Apple because Apple isn't in a doesn't. Right, they're not going to comment. You know. I mean, I, I got to tell you, it, you know. I understand you want to make finance entertaining, but it's not a game. And I, 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 when I watch that, I get, I can't tell you how angry that makes me. Because what it says to me is, 
you all know. But you all know what's going on. You know, you can draw a straight line from those shenanigans to the stuff that was being pulled at Bayer and at AIG and all this derivative market stuff that is this weird Wall Street side bet. John, don't you want guys like me who have been in it to show the shenanigans? What else can I do? I mean, last no, night no, no, show. No, 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 I want desperately for that, but I feel like that's not what we're getting. What we're getting is, listen, you knew what the banks were doing, and yet we're touting it for months and months. The entire network was. And so now to pretend that this was some sort of crazy once-in-a-lifetime tsunami that nobody could have seen coming is disingenuous at best and criminal at worst. But Dick Fold, who ran Lehman Brothers, called me in. Right. He called me in when the stock was at 40 because I was saying that, look, I thought the stock was wrong. I thought it was the wrong place to be. Brings me in. Lies to me, lies to me, lies to me. I've known him for 20 the years. The CEO of a company lied to you. Shocker, stop trading. But yeah, isn't that financial reporting? Well, I, I mean, I guess, what, what do you feel look, like I, is I, the role I, I, I of CNBC? Look, I have called for star chambers. I want, I want kangaroo courts for these guys. I really do. I want indictments. We've not seen any indictments. Where are, where's the indictments for AIG? I've, been, I've told the Justice Department, here's the way but you listen, get the it's, indictments. It's very easy to get on this after the fact. The measure of the network and the measure of the man is CNBC could act as, you know, in some ways, look, nobody's asking them for them to be a regulatory agency, but can't, what, whose side are they on? It feels like they have to reconcile, is their audience, the Wall Street traders that are doing this for constant profit on a day-to-day, -day, the short term. Right. These guys at these companies were on a Sherman's march through their companies financed by our 401ks and all the incentives of their companies were for short-term profit and they burned the house down with our money and walked away rich as hell and you guys knew that that was going on okay all right i have a wall of shame why do i have banana cream pies because i throw them at C. do you know how many times i have pants ceos but on my this show isn't, as carly simon would say this song ain't about you Okay. All right. You're right. I, I don't want to personalize it, but I, I think that we, we have reporters who try really hard. We're not always told the truth. But most importantly, I, it, the market was going up for a long time, and our real sin, I think, was to believe that it could continue to go up a lot in the face of what you described, which is a lot of borrowing, a lot of shenanigans. And I know I did. I'll bring it up. Look, I didn't think that Bear Stearns was going to evaporate overnight. I didn't. I knew the people who ran it. They, I had always thought they were honest. That was my mistake. I really did. I thought they were honest. Did I get taken in because I knew them from before? Maybe to some degree. The guy who came on from Wachovia was an old friend of mine who had helped hire me. But honest I or not, trusted honest him. or not, in what world is a 35 to 1 leveraged position Sane. The world that made you 30% uh, year after year after year, beginning from 19, 1999 to 2007. And it began, became very uh, But isn't that part of the problem? Selling this idea that you don't have to do anything. Anytime you sell people the idea that sit back and you'll get 10 to 20% of your money, don't you always know that that's going to be a lie? When are we going to realize in this country that our wealth is work? That well, we're workers, and, and by selling this idea of, hey, man, I'll teach you how to be rich, how is that different than an infomercial? Well, I don't think, I think that, that your goal should always be to try to expose the fact that, you, that there is no easy money. I wish I had found Madoff. I wish but there are literally shows called Fast Money. Well, I, I think that people, there's a market for it, and you give it to them, and I think There's we a do market for co 
cocaine and hookers. What is the responsibility of the people who cover Wall Street? Who are you responsible to? The people in the 401ks and the pensions and the general public or the Wall Street traders. And by the way, this casts aspersion on all of Wall Street when that's unfair as well. The majority of those guys are working their asses off. They're really bright guys. I know a lot of them. They're just trying to do the right thing. And they're getting in this too. True. True. I think that as a, as a network, we produce a lot of interviews where I think that we've been, there have been people who have not told the truth. Should we have been constantly pointing out the mistakes that were made? Absolutely. I, I surely wish we had done more. I, I think that we've been very tough on, on uh, the previous Treasury Secretary, very tough on the previous administration, how they didn't get it, very tough on Ben Bernanke. Uh, but at the same time, I th- he's the guy, Paulson's the guy who wrote the rule that allowed people to over leverage. Well, I trash him every night. I've called him a liar on TV. What am I going to do? Should we all call him liars? I'm a commentator. We have, and you could take issue with the fact that I throw bulls and bears and I could still be considered serious. I'm not Eric Severat. I'm not Edward R. Murrow. I'm a guy trying to do an entertainment show about business for people to watch. But it's difficult to have a reporter say, I just came from an interview with Hank Paulson and he lied his darn fool head off. It's difficult. I think it challenges the boundaries. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm under the assumption, and maybe this is uh, purely ridiculous, but I'm under the assumption that you don't just take their word at face value, that you actually then go around and try and figure it out. So, I, again, I, I, you, you now have become the face of this, and that is incredibly unfortunate. I wish I had done a better job trying to figure out the 30 to 1 and whether it was, was going to blow up. It did. Once it did, I was late in saying that it was bad. It so work. maybe we could remove the financial expert and the Kramer we trust and start getting back to fundamentals on the reporting as well. And I can go back to making fart noises and funny faces. I think we make that deal right here. Matt Money airs on CNBC weeknights at 6. Jim Kramer. Explore more shows from The Daily Show podcast universe by searching The Daily Show wherever you get your podcasts. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central. And stream full episodes anytime on Paramount+. Plus. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org.